Well, this morning I want to speak about wanting more of the Holy Spirit. And uh, maybe it's kind of a different message for uh, wanting more food. That's what we're waiting for. Well, there's some food that God wants to give us through his Holy Spirit. And so we're going to talk about that here this morning. Acts chapter 1, verses 3 to 8. It says, During the 40 days after he suffered and died, Jesus appeared to the apostles from time to time, and he proved to them in many ways that he was actually alive. And he talked to them about the kingdom of God. Once when he was sitting, eating with them, he commanded them, Do not leave Jerusalem until the Father sends you the gift he promised. As I told you before, John baptized with water, but in just a few days you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. So when the apostles were with Jesus, they kept asking him, Lord, has the time come for you to free Israel and restore our kingdom? He replied, the Father alone has the authority to set those dates and times, and they are not for you to know. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. And you will be my witnesses, telling people about me everywhere, in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and the ends of the earth. Father, we just thank you for your word. We just pray your blessing on it. In Jesus' name, amen. Well, this morning, we just want to share about wanting more of the Holy Spirit in our lives. We need more of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is the third person of the Trinity. He is the third person of the Godhead. He is not a force. He is a person. And he is sent to us to help us and transform us in so many ways. He wants to be involved in our lives every day. And we need to be welcoming him to do even more in our lives. And when you start looking at all the things that the Holy Spirit does for us, uh, it's a huge list. Uh, he leads us. He comforts us. He guides us. He empowers us. He convicts us. He convinces us of sin. He assures us of our salvation. He bears witness with our spirit. He teaches us. He reminds us. He helps us pray. He speaks to us. He speaks through us. He anoints us. He grants courage. He gives us gifts. He helps produce good fruit in us and so much more. And so it really is a good idea to say, I want more of the Holy Spirit in my life as there's so much more that he can give us. So we need to recognize that the Holy Spirit really wants to help us really wants to be involved uh, in our lives. And the kind of the key to experiencing all that is our surrendering to him, opening up our hearts to him, being obedient to him, uh, that we might obey those promptings. There's so much more that the Holy Spirit has for each and every one of us. You know, we have a Holy Spirit that, and not just in us as Christian people, but the Holy Spirit wants to move upon our world. And we look at all the situations that are happening in our world and even in our own area, our own region, uh, we need more of the Holy Spirit. And as you look throughout the ages, we have seen where the Holy Spirit has moved upon communities, upon nations, upon people. And, and we're expecting that again. We're believing for that again. We have seen many revivals throughout history, uh, testimonies by so many people of how the Holy Spirit has moved upon them or moved upon a group of people, and we see great transformations, changes in society, nations turning around, all because there's been a move of the Holy Spirit. And that's something that we want to see again, uh, that we would see the Holy Spirit move upon our world, move upon our, 
our nation, move upon our province, move upon our communities, uh, that we would uh, see uh, great things happen where people come to faith in Jesus Christ. And really, that's the purpose that you need to remember. The moving of the Holy Spirit is to bring people to faith in Christ. That's the most important part. Sometimes we just kind of try to focus on ourselves, that it's all about me, and it's not. It's about Him, and the Holy Spirit comes to reveal Jesus to our world. And, you know, we're seeing lots of people's lives get changed, uh, but we need to see more. Uh, you know, we get to see how the Holy Spirit works and brings uh, people to that place where they have a new character, uh, uh, developing new giftings, new lifestyle, new behavior, new devotion, new enthusiasm, new boldness. All those things is, is signs of the Holy Spirit working uh, in us. And as you see the Holy Spirit move, you see people experiencing new strength, new comfort, new assurance, new peace, uh, greater sensitivity in hearing what the Holy Spirit is saying. There's just so much that the Holy Spirit is doing, wanting us to be more aware of God. And we need that. We need more of the Holy Spirit. We should be really praying into that, say, Holy Spirit, I need you. I want you. I desire you in my life more. Come and help me. Now, I know uh, probably all of us here are wanting more of the Holy Spirit, and we need to re, uh, remind ourselves, you know what, the Holy Spirit is wanting to do more in us. So it's when we have that desire, I want more of the Holy Spirit to work in me, you're coming in agreement with the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit is saying, I want to have more of you that I might move more in you. Now, I don't know if uh, you've noticed of late, but there has been a stirring in a lot of people's lives. I know in a lot of you that are here, uh, you've expressed a stirring that there's something greater that's coming. And, and I know a lot of people have expressed that here in our church. You see that really all over the place where people are expecting there's something more. God is something more that he wants to do in our world. Like the world's not over yet. There's something more that God is wanting to do. And I really believe there's going to be at least one more major move of the Holy Spirit before the return of Christ. And, you know, I kind of found it interesting, even up at the camp this summer, and, you know, we, you know, lots of different Christians from different walks of life, and, you know, everyone kind of has their opinions, their views. But one thing I found that was common through all of that, talking with people, was that everyone I talked to has had a sensation that, you know, there's something more coming. There, there's something else that is coming, uh, that they're believing for more. And some were even talking about a billion people harvest. And uh, you know what? That, that's something I, I'm believing for. I was reading a book uh, by uh, Michael Colinius. That's probably a wrong pronunciation. But anyway, uh, that was a church we attended in February and down in Orlando. And uh, this is what he says of that as well, because he believes that as well. He says, I believe a greater flow of the Holy Spirit is going to hit the world and the church, greater than we ever seen in our lives. I believe the greatest outpouring of the Holy Spirit is about to touch the earth. And, and I say to that, may it be so. May it be so, and may we be here. May it happen here as well, right here at Bethel, that we might be a part of it. But to experience more of the Holy Spirit, you got to want more. Just simply, you know, thinking it, you got to really want it. 
inside. And so that's, again, submitting ourselves to the Lord, submitting ourselves to his ways over our ways, uh, giving our time, uh, being resolved to follow him, to serve him, to obey him. And, and, you know, those things are important if we really want more of the Holy Spirit. And, you know, there's some amazing encounters that have been happening uh, I know, especially just even this past year, even in our own church, where people have encounters with the Holy Spirit, uh, where they had, had like a supernatural encounter that totally changed their lives, turned their lives around. And we're praying, Lord, we want more of that. We want more of that, where everybody has an encounter that turns their life around. And we want to see more of that. We need more of that. And, uh, you know, we got uh, numbers of new people that are coming to our church, numbers of people uh, that are new, that are watching us online. If you're joining us online, welcome. And uh, we're glad that you're joining with us. And as you're watching with us, we, we believe that, you know, God has you in mind as well, that he wants to do more in your life as well. But to have that all happen, we need to make ourselves more aware. We need to be more sensitive and open ourselves up more to what the Holy Spirit may want to do in our lives and also what he wants to do in our church. And, and I know that the Holy Spirit is wanting to do more. I know that for 100%. I know he's wanting to do more in our lives. And so this morning, I just want to encourage you to, to step into that part of being more sensitive to more open to the Holy Spirit, to be praying that, Holy Spirit, I need you. Holy Spirit, come into my life today. Move in my life today. And so I'm just going to refer to a few scriptural truths here that to inspire us that we might want more of the Holy Spirit in our lives and that a hunger would grow with inside of each one of us that we would say, God, I want more. I want more. Well, the first thing we see that the Holy Spirit will do for us as we want more of him is that he will empower us. He will anoint us and equip us with power, with strength, with boldness to do the work that he's desiring to do in our midst. You know, it started with Jesus telling his followers, his disciples, to wait and pray for the promise of the Holy Spirit. And after Jesus ascended into heaven, he said there would be a release of power that would come through the Holy Spirit. And the, the participation part for them was to wait, to pray, and to expect it to come to pass. And I, and I think that's some pretty good words for us as well. That if we want more of the Holy Spirit, that we're to wait upon him, we're to pray, and that we're to have an expectation that he's going to do what he has promised to do. Uh, Luke 24, 49, and, uh, and says, And now I will send you the Holy Spirit, just as my Father promised. But stay here in the city until the Holy Spirit comes and fills you with power from heaven. And Jesus' followers, they did that. They waited in the upper room. They were praying there. They were encouraging one another. Uh, they were having uh, times of communion together. They were in one accord, waiting for this promise of power. And, and again, that's what we need to do as well. I think that's kind of like criteria, that we need to be praying. We need to be seeking the Lord. We need to be coming together and being of one accord, uh, seeking the Lord, more of the Holy Spirit in our lives. And as we do that, we shall be filled. Acts 1.8 says, but you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you. 
and you will be my witnesses, telling people about me everywhere in Jerusalem, throughout Judea, Samaria, to the ends of the earth. And that's what the Holy Spirit will do. He will empower us. And sometimes, you know, we look at ourselves and say, oh, I don't feel too powerful. I'm kind of a shy person, you know, I'm a little more on the quiet side. And when the Holy Spirit touches your life, he can change your life completely and empower you to do things that you never thought that you could do. And as we look at the uh, as continuing of that story, that promise came fulfilled on the day of Pentecost, uh, Acts chapter 2. And there was a supernatural occurrence of fire, wind, and sound. And along with people, they were speaking in tongues, they were speaking in languages that many of the foreigners that were there at that time understood and could, could say, hear and, and understand that they were glorifying God through these various languages. But they recognized, hold it, these people don't know this language. How did they know that? It was a supernatural event. They knew that something powerfully, spiritually was happening. And the Bible says that many responded to the gospel that day, and over 3,000 people came to Jesus Christ. When you think of it, followers of Christ at that time, well, they were scared. They were locking themselves behind closed doors in the upper room because of fear, persecution, and death. But suddenly, as they got filled with the Holy Spirit, they began spilling out into the streets, speaking all the wonderful things of God. They even went to the temple where all the leading priests were, and they preached the gospel right there. And the power of the Holy Spirit was released upon them with new strength, new boldness. And I think that's something we all could need as well, a, a new strength, a new boldness in sharing our faith and telling others about Jesus Christ and, and having a new boldness and power that we actually live for God, that we're not up and down or good days, bad days. We have all good days because of the power of the Holy Spirit. Well, there's an impartation of power and strength for you that can come from the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit wants to touch you and anoint you and help you in that walk uh, with Him and living your faith, sharing your faith, uh, an empowerment that comes from Him that makes your resolve that much greater. And again, I, I think we all could use some more power in our walk with God, to, to flow in a greater power, and that can come through the Holy Spirit as the Holy Spirit grants us a greater anointing of power. Another thing the Holy Spirit will do for us is change our lives, making us new people, sometimes so different that people won't even recognize us because of the change that has taken place in our lives. When you come to Christ and you welcome Christ into your life, the Holy Spirit is right there to come inside, bears witness that we've done that, and He's there to empower us and help us to change. And that's something, you know, sometimes uh, right now, there's a lot of Christian doctrine out there that, no, don't worry about change. You don't have to do anything. Listen, if you have the Holy Ghost in your life, you're going to change. Sim plain and simple, just like that. If the Holy Spirit is working in your life, you will change. You will be different. And we can look at some stories in the Bible. We think of the person, uh, the Apostle Paul, who used to be called Saul. And as Saul, uh, as you read his story in Acts chapter 9, he persecuted the church, put believers in prison, and even had some people killed. And yet a Holy Spirit encounter changed his life. 
the Bible talks that there was a blinding light that came, and then after that there was an infilling of the Holy Spirit that led him to become the greatest apostle of all time. That, that story, uh, just a little bit of it, just two verses of it, in Acts chapter 9, 17 to 18, it talks about Ananias went and he found Saul because the Lord told him to go see Saul. He laid his hands on him and said, Brother Saul, the Lord Jesus who appeared to you on the road has sent me to you that you might regain your sight and be filled with the Holy Spirit. Instantly, something like scales fell from Saul's eyes and he regained his sight and then he got up and was baptized. And as you follow the story, the books of Acts really records the story of the Apostle Paul and how God had changed his life and how the power of the Holy Spirit was very evident as part of that transformation. It was so great that he changed his name from Saul to Paul. Totally different person. A person that was changed from persecuting Christians, telling everyone that Jesus is not the way, to all of a sudden telling everybody, you know what, Jesus is the way. Jesus is the right person. Jesus is the Messiah that we need to believe in. Now, there's another story in the Bible that talks about the transforming work of the Holy Spirit, and that's also of another man named Saul. 1 Samuel 10.6 says this, At that time, the Spirit of the Lord will come powerfully upon you, speaking to Saul, and you will prophesy with them. You will be changed into a different person. Now, the prophet Samuel was speaking to Saul, that he was chosen by God to be the first king of Israel. He went from a very shy person, a very awkward person, to a bold man that won many victories and battle. He was changed into a different person. And uh, even was with the prophets and began to prophesy because God changed him that much through the power of the Holy Spirit. However, in this case, we see that the story doesn't quite end the same as the other story of Saul. And we see that Saul started to rely on himself, started to focus on the things around him, started to focus on what others thought. And soon we see that he began to live a life of disobedience and rebellion. And then we see that another spirit came along and took over his life. So to stay changed, you need to stay submitted to the Holy Spirit and to be obedient to him. To obey is better than sacrifice. And so we may we welcome more of the Holy Spirit in our lives. And, you know, just because you accepted Christ in your life, uh, oh, well, I don't have to do anything anymore. You know, I believe, I, 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 I confess my sins, I'm good. No, there's more. God has more that he wants to do in your life. The Holy Spirit has more that he wants to do in your life. He wants to change your life. Change you so much that actually you're like a different person. John the Baptist, he also talked about this. Luke chapter 3, 16 says, John answered their question to the Pharisees. And he said, I baptize you with water, but someone is coming soon who is greater than I am, so much greater that I'm not even worthy to be a slave or untie the straps of his sandals. He will baptize you with the Holy Spirit and with fire. Now, when we think of fire, fire symbolizes God's purifying presence burns away all the undesirable elements of our lives and sets our heart aflame to ignite the lives of others. We've got a lot of forest fires right across our nation right now that are burning, 
burning in other nations. Think of those in Hawaii. A terrible tragedy there. So many lives that were lost by that firestorm uh, that hit that community. Uh, fire will purify you. Well, we need the fire of God, the fire of the Holy Spirit in us to purify us, to cleanse us, to burn away those undesirable elements in our own lives that you know, are keeping us from getting closer to God. Well, that's what we need. We need the fire of the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, set me ablaze. Set me on fire. Burn away those impurities that are in my life. And that's what the Holy Spirit will do. So we need more of the purifying fire as that leads to a changed life. Getting more of the Holy Spirit helps us to change and be the people that God really wants us to be. Then a third thing the Holy Spirit wants to do in our lives is to help us produce good fruit. Again, this kind of goes back to the Holy Spirit changing our lives. Before we came to Christ, we may have had a reputation that maybe it wasn't all that good. But when the Holy Spirit gives, uh, gets permission to work in our lives, we start producing and demonstrating qualities that are more consistent with a follower of Christ. And Galatians 5, 22, 23 talks about some of those qualities that the Holy Spirit is going to start producing in you that's going to lead you to a changed life. Uh, uh, Galatians 5, 22 says, But the Holy Spirit produces this kind of fruit in our lives. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. Those are the things that the Holy Spirit wants to do in our lives and change us that we might produce the fruit that God would want us to produce. You know, it's something that the Holy Spirit, it just happens. As you submit yourself to him, you, your life starts to change. There are new things that start to happen in your life. There's qualities uh, that people start recognizing that they look to us and say, you're different. You're not the same person that you used to be because I'm seeing all these good things that are coming from you like, hey, I knew you. I'm like, I know you. But then they're saying, well, I don't know you now because you're not that same person. Well, that's what he does. The Holy Spirit will produce good fruit in your life that will help change you. And so may we desire more of the Holy Spirit, that we might produce more good fruit that people could see in our lives. Then right along with that idea of producing good fruit, the Holy Spirit also gives good gifts to us. And those gifts, they border on the supernatural and sometimes can be very supernatural. And the Holy Spirit wants to give us and equip us with good things, even give us gifts. 1 Corinthians 12, 8 to 10, talk about some of those gifts. It says to one person, the Spirit, the Spirit gives the ability to give wise advice. To another, the same Spirit gives a message of special knowledge. The same Spirit gives great faith to another. To someone else, the one Spirit gives the gift of healing. He gives one person the power to perform miracles and another the ability to prophesy. He gives someone else the ability to discern whether a message is from the Spirit of God or from another spirit. Still another person is given the ability to speak in an unknown language while another is given the ability to interpret what is being said? Those are all special gifts that the Holy Spirit wants to give us that brings us into a supernatural realm. They're given that they might help one another, that we might lift up one another, and that we might edify 
one another. The gifts are not for us to make us look spiritual. The gifts are to help the body of Christ. The gifts are to help us to hear what the Holy Spirit is wanting us to hear. And many times they can be life-changing when those gifts are in operation. So we need to be open to the gifts of the Spirit because they're meant to bring revelation uh, to us and they're meant to bring revelation to others. They're meant to help us and to help the body of Christ. So the Holy Spirit wants to help us in all areas of life. He wants to grant revelation to us and that sometimes things that only you and, and God know. They're given that they might draw people closer to God. They might help people in their faith and, and kind of bring that wow factor uh, of God in their lives. So our God's a big God, and he wants to empower us with gifts and abilities that are best for the body that are going to draw people to Christ and will glorify God. And we need to remind ourselves all the time, you know, sometimes we get caught up in anointing, sometimes we get caught up in giftings and, and think, you know, oh man, I'm really special now, I'm really spiritual. It's not about you, it's about glorifying God and bringing people to Jesus Christ. And that's something we need to continue to remember. So the Holy Spirit is wanting to work in our lives, give us gifts that that might happen, that we might see more and more people come to faith in Christ. More and more people stay in faith. Because sometimes, you know, there's battles that you will face that will tempt you to walk away from the faith. So the Holy Spirit is there to help you to stay in the faith. And so, you know, again, let's avail ourselves. Holy Spirit, use me. Use me. Uh, and, you know, and as the Holy Spirit begins to speak to you, you know, Lord, direct me to that person. And then be obedient to that call that person. You know, I heard some stories over this past month where uh, people were talking to me of occasions where they felt the Spirit of God, told them to do something, they went and did it, and they were just totally blessed, totally encouraged because they found out that what they did really encouraged that other individual. And so it's important to be sensitive to the Holy Spirit and to the giftings that He'd like to use through you. Number five, the Holy Spirit wants to anoint us for service. He wants to anoint us to continue to do the work of our Savior Jesus Christ. He provides a consecrated ability and anointing and an empowerment to do the work of God in a special way. And many times that comes with a calling or a commission and doing the work of God. And when we have that anointing, uh, there is that enables us to uh, continue in the faith, to press into the faith, to have boldness in the faith to do the ministry that God has called us to do. Luke chapter 4, 18 to 19, Jesus talks about the ministry that he's called to do, of which we're also called to do. Luke chapter 4, 18, 19 says, The Spirit of the Lord is upon me, for he has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim that captives will be released that the blind will see and the oppressed will be set free, and that the time of the Lord's favor has come. That's what the anointing is going to do. It's going to enable us to do what Jesus was called to do that he then calls us to do. That same anointing that was on him is upon us. The same spirit uh, upon Christ Jesus now dwells within us, and we have a job to do. And that anointing enabled Jesus to do what he did. That anointing will do the same thing for us. It will help us to do what we need to do. 
anointing that sets people free from bondages, addictions, torments of the devil, anointing that opens the eyes uh, of, of people who are spiritually blind, uh, spiritually, physically, breaks off oppression, anointing that brings healing emotionally, physically. See, Jesus has a work to do, and we as his followers are to continue that work. And, you know, that might seem impossible. How can we do that? Well, we have the empowerment, the anointing of the Holy Spirit. Listen to what the Great Commission in Mark's Gospel puts it this way. And he says, And then Jesus told them, Go into all the world and preach the good news to everyone. Anyone who believes and is baptized will be saved, but anyone who refuses to believe will be condemned. These miraculous signs will accompany those who believe. They will cast out demons in my name. They will speak in new languages. They'll be able to handle snakes with safety. And if they drink anything poisonous, it won't hurt them. They'll be able to place their hands on the sick, and they will be healed. There's some supernatural abilities that come with the anointing. That, again, they help us to spread the gospel. It's all about the gospel. It's not about ourselves and how spiritual we may look if we have one of these giftings or anointing in an area. That anointing is for the furtherance of the gospel. That's what's important. That's what's important about what the Holy Spirit is doing. We need to remember that. And then lastly for today, the Holy Spirit wants to bring us into the supernatural where we begin to expect the supernatural to happen more. The Holy Spirit is the gateway to the supernatural. And that's something we should have discovered already uh, as we already talked about what the Holy Spirit does. And as the Holy Spirit moved on the day of Pentecost, the Holy Spirit is still moving today. Acts 2, 17 to 21 says, In the last days God says, I will pour out my spirit upon all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your young men will see visions. Your old men will dream dreams. In those days I'll pour out my spirit on my servants, men and women alike, and they will prophesy. I will cause wonders in the heavens above and signs in the earth below, blood and fire and clouds of smoke. The sun will become dark. The moon will turn blood red before that great and glorious day of the Lord arrives. But everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. You know what? That's a pretty great summation of what the Holy Spirit is wanting to do in our lives so that everyone that will call on the name of the Lord would be saved. So the Holy Spirit, he works in ways above our ways, works in ways beyond the natural that goes into the supernatural. He can move upon us in an unusual way, but again, the purpose is always to draw people to Jesus Christ and to have faith in him. The supernatural is for a reason. It's not to draw attention to ourselves, but rather to draw attention to Jesus Christ who offers us salvation. And so let's keep the expectation there of the supernatural, to keep believing for the supernatural because the Holy Spirit is not done here in the earth. We are still living in the time of God's favor, which will continue until the time that Jesus Christ returns. So let's welcome more of the Holy Spirit. Let's welcome more and expect more of the supernatural to take place. More of the Holy Spirit. Fall fresh on us. Now, I know we could say so much more this morning about the Holy Spirit, and, but I, I know that you kind of get the, the, the truth here that we all need to be wanting more 
of the Holy Spirit in our lives, more of his empowerment in our lives. And that's key for us. We need to be wanting more. God is wanting to do more in our world, and the Holy Spirit is here to help us with that. The Holy Spirit, he's looking for people who are open, who want to cooperate with him, that he might do that work. And I know a harvest is coming. I really believe that. I've been sensing that for years. I sometimes say, God, how much longer? How much longer? But I still have that sensation that's very, very strong. And I know many of you have that as well, that you're really believing there's another move of the Holy Spirit that is coming. Uh, just to let you know, some of the other people are talking about this. This is Michael Colinius. Um, I, I like what he said. He said, the coming wave of evangelism that will sweep the nations of the earth will not be dominated by public ministry, but by everyday people like you and me who are simply listening to the Holy Spirit as we get closer to him and obey him. I really believe this move of the Holy Spirit that is coming is going to be a movement through all of us. It's not going to be, you know, just pastors or just uh, certain leaders. I believe the Holy Spirit, and he always has, wants to move in each and every one of us. And we need to start expecting that. Holy Spirit, use me. Yes, use me. Use me for the furtherance of your glory. Use me for the furtherance of the gospel of Jesus Christ. That's something I think we all can be praying for. This book that I was reading about the Holy Spirit, uh, there was a prayer at the end of it, and, and that's a prayer that I would like to do with you here this morning. Uh, I think it's working on our screen, and so if you want to go to that closing prayer, the conclusion, and, and, and as I just say these things, maybe just contemplate those things. You can even say them uh, in, in your own heart. If you want to say it out loud, that's fine too. But just some little prayers of the Holy Spirit that's expressing our desire that yes, we want more. So Holy Spirit, I ask that your presence would be more real in my life than ever before. I'm praying that. I'm believing that. Holy Spirit, I'm asking that your presence is going to be more real in my life than ever before. Holy Spirit, I ask that you would anoint me with a desire to pray and to spend more time with you, Jesus. I know we all can struggle sometimes with those uh, setting aside time with God. Well, may there be a burning sensation inside of us by the Holy Spirit that we just cannot but pray, but seek Him and spend more time with Him. Holy Spirit, I ask that the love of God would flow out of me through you. Oh, yes, may the love of God begin to pour out through us. Holy Spirit, I ask that you would break off the devil's power over people's lives, and that mighty miracle signs and wonders would flow through me. Use me, Lord. I, I think we need to be praying that over our communities, that we say, Holy Spirit, we, we ask that you would break off the devil's power over people's lives in this community, that mighty miracle signs and wonders would start to happen in our communities, in our places. Holy Spirit, I ask that the gospel and the words that I speak about you, about God, would come out of my mouth like a fire. Oh, then when we start to talk about God, that there'd be a difference in the way that we speak and that people would recognize, man, that person has got a fire inside of them. Well, we pray that Holy Spirit do that. And then lastly, Holy Spirit, I ask that all my family and friends would receive the same blessings. Because the Bible says, I'm going to pour out my spirit upon your sons and your daughters. 
and your sons and your daughters after that and your children's children. God desires to touch everyone, not just some of us, but all of us. And, and we can be saying, Holy Spirit, what I just prayed, get my kids. Get my kids' kids. Get, get my friends and, and get my relatives and, and just begin to pour out your spirit upon them as well. So I, I hope that just talking about the Holy Spirit today has increased your desire for more of the Holy Spirit. I found it interesting as I came here last night and I was looking over my message and I was praying and I was just walking around the sanctuary and I was kind of coming to the end of my time of prayer and I was about to leave and just as I was about to leave, I just kind of heard the Holy Spirit just say to me, what I'm going to do here, I'm going to work in this church to reveal Jesus more. There's going to be a new revelation that's going to touch people and bring people to Jesus Christ right here. Holy Spirit's working for that. He's working that people would come to faith. And really, that's got to be the most important thing for us, that we see people come to faith in Jesus Christ. You know, there's lots of battles out there. There's lots of things happening, and, and, and people. some people are struggling in their faith and, and so forth. More Holy Spirit. That's what we need. That's what we need. That's what we need to be praying over one another, praying over our children, over our children's children. More Holy Spirit. Come move upon them. Come touch them. Come minister to them. Because I really believe Holy Spirit is wanting to do way more right here in this church. I'm looking forward to the fall. I'm believing there's something more. God has something orchestrated for us. And as he moves in this place, it's going to be about him about Jesus, and revealing Jesus to the people of our communities and the people that are watching us, that they might come to faith in Christ. Because that's what is most important, bringing people to faith in Jesus Christ. So Holy Spirit, we thank you. We welcome you in this place. We thank you that you are revealing Jesus to people. And we want to see that more. Lord, we, we want to see the, the, the thousands come. We want to see the hundreds come. We want to see the ones and the twos. We want to see it all, Lord, that we would see so many people start coming and running to you as they encounter you in a very special way. So Holy Spirit, move. Move upon our communities. Lord, we think of our, uh, our St. Paul. Well, it's, it's named after an apostle. The apostle that used to be named Saul that turned his name to Paul because of a work of the Holy Spirit. So we're praying for a work of the Holy Spirit to be upon uh, this town. We pray for a work of the Holy Spirit to be upon this region uh, because, Lord, uh, it is a region that, Lord, you're desiring to do something great in. We're praying that over our reserves and uh, over all our, our small villages and our towns, Lord, that are all around us here in this Lakeland region. Holy Spirit, we welcome your moving. And, and we ask that you would move. There's so many things happening right now uh, in our communities. There's a lot of things that are not good that are happening right now. And the gates of hell are pushing against. But Lord, we know the gates of hell will not prevail. And so, Lord, we just push back those gates today and we look forward to a move of your Holy Spirit that will not only change us, but will change our communities, our towns, our villages, our reserves, all for the glory of God. So, Lord, we just pray that blessing to be upon us today. 
a new fire, a new hunger to be upon us in the name of Jesus. And Lord, even as we have fellowship, part of the fellowship they did in the upper room is that they had a meal together. And so, Lord, we just pray you will bless this food to our bodies, bless this time of fellowship, and, Lord, just continue to burn within us a fresh fire of the Holy Spirit. And we ask it in Jesus' name. Amen.